from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. We are live to you Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on both of those outlets. You can get the show anywhere in the world just by having a device that gets the internet. So whether it's your smartphone, iPhone, iPad, desktop, laptop, whatever it may be, tablet, wakeupcalldt.com and mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday Eastern Time. And of course, you can always pick up wakeupcalldt.com anytime and check out over 500 articles as well as the show archive of the last seven years and so much more in our videos as well. So we are this morning speaking on Syracuse's success over Duke. Duke was 104-0 and against teams not ranked North Carolina that came into the Dome, un- or that came into Cameron Indoor, pardon me, unranked. And now they're 104-1, and Syracuse getting that one victory over Duke at Cameron Indoor as an unranked team. Syracuse playing up for the big game, 95-91. to They win in overtime. And you've heard from Sonny Spira, Roosevelt Bowie Jr., and John Wallace. And rounding out today's show is one of my friends, one of my good buddies, and somebody that I always, always appreciate. His personality is contagious in the most positive of ways, and I'm happy to have him on the show. And that is Gene Waldron. Gene, how are we doing today, sir? Doing very good. Feeling very good. Went to bed feeling very good, knowing that uh... – you know the boys did what they had to do, uh, and and beaten and beaten Duke last night was very fought hot, a uh, very hard fought game, and you know it's funny, you know Coach Behan put that those numbers up on that chalkboard that they were going to get beat by 17 points, and the boys took it to heart, and they showed it with a great win. You know, and, and bring me into that that you know that that he you know put up on the chalkboard, you know you're going to lose by double digits. And just what that could do. I mean, he's your former coach, so what do you think telling them, hey, you're not going to win this game, what does that do to the psyche of the team and just what you saw from it? Well, I think that just lit a fire under them. I think that also they wanted to let people know that how they've been playing is not the real, that's not who they really are. Uh, they're fighters. You know, there's going to be some up and down games, but for the most part, you can never count them out because they're fighters. I mean, you got those two backcourt mates and Howard and Tyus. Those guys have been there. They've played these tough games before. And I'm sure when they saw that, they they had a little huddle and they said, look, let's go out and let's give it, you know, everything that we have. And I think they, they proved that in a, in, a, in a big way. You know, and going out there and getting this victory, speaking here with Gene Waldron, Syracuse Orange men's basketball alum, just what it meant to you coming off of that Georgetown loss. I mean, have you have you gotten a kind of an assessment of this team at this point? Or not the Georgetown loss, Georgia Tech loss, I should say. But have you been able to assess this team? Because they started out 2-0 in the ACC. They won at Notre Dame. They beat Clemson at home. And then all of a sudden, they drop one to Georgia Tech and then come back and defeat Duke on the road at Cameron Indoor for only the second time in the ACC that they've done this. So, you know, what is your assessment at this point with the team? 
Uh, I would have to say a little head scratching, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I, I, I just the consistency is the thing that bothers me the most about him. They just they haven't found that 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 consistency game in and, and game out. And I think the win last night might might give them a little bit more consistency, a little bit more uh, belief in themselves that they can beat anybody in the country. You know, for me, um, before last night's game, I was kind of saying, you don't know what you're going to get from them. You know, after the Georgia Tech game, I, I, you know, I left there thinking, you know, here you got a great group of kids that can really play. You've got a Hall of Fame coach. And how do they play the way that they did against Georgia Tech? And then I watched them last night. And then they win, and then I say to myself, well, you know, you do have that Hall of Fame coach. He knows how to get it done. He's always going to get them to play. Is it always going to be good? No. So I think that's something that we're going to have to accept. Some days are going to be good, and some days are going to be, you know, not so good. You're just going to have to scratch your head, but support them anyway. No negativity. Support them anyway. And that's the thing, and, and Gene Waldron brought it up. Here, uh, or Gene Waldron brought it. You brought it up just now, but Sonny Spear brought it up at the beginning of the show. You bringing up the fact that you got to support them no matter what. And Gene was talking, or you know, Sonny was talking about the fact that there was this lack thereof, the lack of support. And you know, your former teammate at the top of the show and, and you here at the bottom of the show are both echoing each other, saying, "Listen, you got to support the team. You can't be a fair weather fan." What have you seen, Gene, online or just what you've heard? Because you know, Sonny said he got to a point where he was on, you know, a certain site and a certain that, and he just got sick of it. Where are you at this point with this? I mean, have you have you heard enough of the of the fans that you know gave up on the team and now this morning are all over this team? Well, I've heard. You know, I was a part of a lot of those groups as well as Sonny, and you know, I just I just got away from them because you know the one thing that you know, these are kids, you know, and they go out and they play hard they practice hard and they're playing at syracuse university a major division one school they don't suck they they don't you know some of those things that you hear or you see on social media that people are saying about them it's just it's just not warranted you know yes all right yeah they paid they played bad game things didn't go well but uh um, point out specific, specific kids and saying things, negative things about them. I, I just, I just don't agree with that. And Sonny's a nice guy. I'm not nice. I went right back at him. If you attack Syracuse University basketball, I will come after you as well. I will come after you as well. If you, if that's how you want to be, then I will come after you as well. But I'm going to do it in a way to make you understand that these are kids. And they need to be respected and supported because the more support they get, the better they're going to feel because they're going to read that stuff. You know, and some people just don't get it. And, you know, most of the people that were really negative, I hear two words from them today. Well, and that's the thing is that you don't hear from the naysayers when things actually go well. And like I said, back in 2016, I got laughed up and down the road by over 700 people in the ACC media that I thought that Syracuse was going to be at the top of the ACC with North Carolina. They end up going to the Final Four. The paper writes this article about me being a mystery person when I posted 
my predictions in the preseason on my website for free. There was no hiding. But, you know, they made a whole story about it, how I came out of the rocks and I showed who I was. And, oh, my God, how could he be this stupid? And then, and then they're trying to bait Bayheim to say, oh, my God, that's such a crazy thing. Then they go to the Final Four, and my father looked at me, and my father goes, where's your follow-up interview? I said, don't worry, Dad, I got this. And I put up the article and said, just in case you forgot, the mystery man maybe just was right this year. So... I don't have to be a player to know that you can get hate for thinking that Syracuse is going to do something good, but you got to give it right back. You know, I don't pick Syracuse because I'm from Syracuse. I don't pick Syracuse because I came, grew up in the Dome. I pick Syracuse when I think they can. I don't pick them when I don't think it's going to happen. But when you're right and you wake up in the morning and you were one of 1.2 million people that was correct, maybe just maybe Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, other people in the media – Maybe you just got to sit here and, and give accolades. I know it hurts and I know it burns to say to somebody else that they were right, but you're going to talk to them about how wrong they are, and when they're right, you got to give them their accolades. So, Gene, congrats to you. Sonny got my congrats. And, and I said, I was like, listen, Syracuse could lose this one big, or they could play up like they always do and make this a very interesting game down the stretch. So I know what it feels like to support a Syracuse team that doesn't get the support. And I also know what it feels like to reap the benefits of being at the top of the mountain looking at everybody else. So I know everybody's coming to the party, Gene, but I was throwing it in my house in 2016. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't it, – it's, it's not hard work just to support the team. I mean, I know some people – I mean, I get frustrated, but I'm never going to name kids and, and say negative things about them because I know the hard work that they put in. But, you know, um, and there's a couple of people that I did see at the game that and then I had, you know, and I had to put that, you know, give my point of view. I said, look, you, you, you can't name, be naming these kids and saying negative things about them. I said, because that hurts. I mean, just imagine someone saying negative stuff about you in your job and that you can't do this. Again. How would that make you feel? You know, you got to think about it on, 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 on all levels. You know, and, I, and I'm so pleased that they went out there and they played last night because after the Georgia Tech game, you could best believe everybody, most people thought that they were going to get blown out. And they had something on, on Facebook. Who's going to win the game? And everybody said they're going to get blown out. It's going to be Lob City. And Sonny and I said, Syracuse is going to win. I mean, we didn't get no thank yous this morning, but that's okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? When you're wrong, everybody's going to tell you you're wrong. But when you're right, you're sitting in a room of silence. Exactly. <laughs> silence. Speaking here with Gene Waldron. Well, we're going to be loud because I talk for a living. So Gene and I are talking this morning on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortore. And Gene, you know, you obviously have seen some pretty you, – you, you saw a tremendous shot in your history, your teammate and up in heaven watching over all of us, Pearl Washington, had that shot against Boston College, the shot from half court. You see the shot by Elijah Hughes right before halftime. I mean, this man pulled it off his hip and shot that ball from the three-point line of Duke on their side and makes it. You saw Pearl's shot. You know Pearl's shot firsthand. You were in the moment with Pearl. So bring me into being in this moment now, seeing Elijah Hughes do what he did. I think once I saw that shot go in, my wife, uh, we looked at each other, my wife said, for that shot to go in, 
second half they're going to come out like gangbusters and they did i mean that was such a momentum booster i mean if you think about now maybe a couple of minutes before that when ty's got that corner jump shot with time almost running out just heated up in the wind i was like this is our night jimmy and then buddy Bayheim, he comes in the game he shoots a backboard three it was our night and that's the thing i mean when you when you look back at pearl's shot though just what you could say about that, because obviously that was a momentous time for, for your team and Pearl coming onto the team in the early to mid-80s. And, you know, just bring me into that. Did it did it give you all the feels going back to a moment like that? Did you get a, a sense of that again? You know, not for nothing. There's nothing that's ever going to compare to that shot that Pearl took. I mean, that, that was just unbelievable i mean i could just visualize it right now the ball comes off the rim sean Tong gets the ball he gives the right to pearl he takes a couple of dribbles and launches it and he doesn't even wait for it to go in. he keeps running to the locker room like he knew it was gonna go in. you're never gonna see that ever again and, and that's the thing when when he did that i mean what did he say to you after he after he took that shot and just ran like like I'm going to locker room I know I got this I know it's done. I mean bring me into that moment when he shot it and went into the locker room like he's already celebrating and everybody in the dome everybody's still waiting to see if this shot's going in in the dome and he he was already you know getting changed in the locker room he was just he just we sat there and we looked at each other and he kept saying to myself I did it I did it I was like, yeah, Pearl, you did it. It's over. We won. And he said, I did it. I was like, yeah, you did it. We won. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I'm sorry you hear all the barking. I got the propane people filling up our tank. And, you know, my, my dogs, they know our dogs. They ready to get after anybody that comes by this house. Yeah, I know. And I got to say this to you, Gene. We all know that we get snow in central and upstate New York, but every time I wake up in the morning and I see the snow at your house, I feel like you're doing a broadcast from Antarctica. Why do you always have more snow than everybody else? Because I live in a high elevation. I'm Onondaga <laughs> Hill is up, up here is a high elevation. It's, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's it's bad up here. <laughs> it's always very 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 intense. But we're we're hanging out here with uh, with Gene Waldron this morning. And Gene, I got to ask you how 2019 has been for you so far. I know that you know you and I just a few Thanksgivings ago, you came on the show in the morning and said you were thankful, most thankful for being sober. And you have come such a long way in your life. Your story is tremendous. Yes, you played basketball at Syracuse. Yes, you did some good things at Syracuse. But you also took a hold of your life, took charge of your life, took charge of being a part of your family and being a father and being a husband and and being there and being a friend. Just what you could say about how you walked into 2019 and your journey to this point. I think I, I think the one thing that I have to do is, is just to stay focused, you know, and, and continue on the path that I'm on. Um, I have a great support system in my wife and my kids. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm just grateful for every day. You know, my health is pretty, my health is good. Um, you know, my wife, you know, you know, everything just seems to be going really well. And, you know, and the only way to continue that is just by, you know, doing the right thing one day at a time. And when you go into 2019, what are, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about at this point? I think for the I think for the most part is um, I wake up in the morning and say, "How much more can I happy can I make my wife?" 
you know, because uh, she's somebody who's been there with me through some of my ups and downs, you know, and I think I got to get a, 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 a lot of credit to her for being there and going through it with me, you know, and, and, and never not turning her back. So I just wake up in the morning and say, how can, how can I make her a little happier? You know, and there's been times I've come home and I've got roses and, and she'll come home and dinner's cooked because she's she coming, she's feeling my head. She's like, are you feeling okay? <laughs> so, and she says, oh, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Or she come home, the house is nice and clean. Or I, I'm taking the dogs for a walk. She's like, hmm. Times is changing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got to ask you this question. Speaking here with Gene Waldron, Syracuse Orange men's basketball alum this morning on the day after the morning after Syracuse takes down Duke inside of Cameron Indoor. When is your wife going to cook for me? When am I coming over the house? Because I got to see all the meals and, you know, and, and you describe all the meals. But I'm asking you, I mean, I would consider that we have a friendship, Mr. Gene Waldron. So when am I getting the invite to the house and getting some home-cooked meal? You know what? Now that you said that, I will be talking to the wife today. She's not coming straight home from work because she's going to do... But, and you know, that's another thing. She's doing kickboxing as well. So, you know, that's why I had to be on my P's and Q's too because she's learning all these martial arts moves. <laughs> so I have to be careful. <laughs> yeah, you do. So you need, you need to talk to her. You need to let her know because, I mean, I'm seeing this food being cooked up. And I'm, you know, I'm ready. I talked to Sonny at the game. He's like, yeah, we need to go out and eat. I said, yeah, let's have pizza and wings. He's like, no, we can't have that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sonny told me because, you know, Sonny's out. But listen, you're dealing with a dentist. You're dealing with somebody who, I mean, does he ever tell you, like, what not to eat or drink or what not to do? Does he give you advice from the dental side of things? that my wife and I started eating healthy so him and his wife are doing the same thing so we're we're all all four of us are in it together okay we're all in it together okay fair enough so you guys are learning and Dale, Dale is doing the same thing Dale and his girlfriend they're doing the same thing you know that's orange blood right there. <laughs> so, so that orange blood trying to last into the the hundreds right now is is what we're seeing as as Gene Waldron, you know, stating the fact that that you and Sonny Spira as well as Dale Shackelford all trying to to take care of the bodies, and I can appreciate that. Speaking of a body, Zion Williamson putting a body on everybody, thirty five points in this game, took the game over, tried to do all he can for the Duke Blue Devils. What can you say about R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson and Syracuse not only defeating Duke, but defeating who everybody wants to talk about are potentially the number one and number two picks in the upcoming draft. I tell you what, those those two those kid two kids can they are they really know they really know how to play the game. I think the one with Zion, he's just so strong, and once he gets inside, he's just so difficult to to stop. And he hit a couple of threes, and I just think both of them, you know, combined together, um, they just make Duke so tough. But you also got to remember when it came down to the stretch, we kind of put the clamps on them a little bit. But they're two spectacular plays, and obviously they're going to go into the NBA. Um, but I, I'm, it's amazing to see how well they play together. You know, there's, doesn't, you don't see no egos. They just, they just let the game come to them, and they've played at a good level. You can see that they have a, a pretty good friendship, which is very rare. 
Pascal Chuku speaking here with Gene Waldron. Just what you could say about him. I mean, Jim Beheim didn't mince any words with not being happy with Pascal's play early on in the season. Sat him on the bench so he could think about it a little bit. Took him out of the starters so that he could think about it a little bit. And now we're seeing Pascal Chuku come off of the game that he had. The you know it was it was the play of his life. I mean, this was his best play in orange and blue by far. And he showed you know what he can do out there. And John Wallace brought up the Tyler Roberson moment that Tyler Roberson had over 20 rebounds at Duke, you know, a few years back. And then we're seeing in this game. He was too shy, though. Um, he was too shy. He had 18, 10 points, 18. And, I mean, he rebounded that ball very – I mean, he went after every rebound. He tried to block a lot of shots. And, you know, the, I think that's the type of game that could hopefully get him going a little bit more than what he's been doing, you know. I, I also think that's for the whole team when you think about it. You know, I'd be surprised if they come out on Saturday flat. And if they do, <laughs> they'll be up and down. And that, and that's the thing is that, you know, Syracuse has to stay focused and has to stay the course at this point and has to think about, you know, what's going on and what's what how they can move forward here. What is your advice to the team? Because they're coming off – of you know we we see and I brought it up with the I likened it to the Jacksonville Jaguars last season up against the New England Patriots that I'm on site on location covering the Jaguars in the game and they lose to the Patriots so this year they play them in the regular season they avenge the postseason loss and then they falter Syracuse loses to Duke in the Sweet 16 in the postseason. Now they play them in the regular season. They avenge that loss, and they got to keep the focus. Just bring me into what your words of advice would be for a team, knowing that there's emotions that come off of a tough game, but there's also the emotions that come off of a wonderfully positive game, and you have to keep the focus. So some people don't think about the fact that when you win, you still have to kind of lock it all in and bring the focus back. So what would be your words of advice to Syracuse moving forward? I think, for me, it has to be mindset. I mean, you have to go, you have to go into the next game with the same mindset you went into the last game. You're only good as your last game. So they have to take from their last game, have the same great mindset, and go out there and perform. And for me, it's more about Ty's battle. He's got to get... 15 to 20 shots a game. I don't care how he gets them. He's got to get those shots every game. He's got to he's got to be the guy that's going to lead them. Like when they need something, he's got to be the guy that's got to go get it, whether it's taking a shot or creating a shot from somebody else. I mean, and I think last night he showed that he can take over a game when he when he had that mindset. And it was great to see how it get going, you know. And and one of the things um, and I heard Jay Billis say last night is that Howard's going to need to get going in the second half of the Syracuse was going to win that basketball game. And he had some great moves. But for me, it's all about Tyus. Tyus has got to get those 15 to 20-something shots per game. It's, it's just a must. And, you know, when you see Tyus Battle do what he was able to do, I mean, he plays up for the big games. He's been in double digits 15 of 17 times this season, but there's some games where he kind of seems to get lost in the shuffle. However, there are three quality wins that I brought up earlier on here that easily could be called the Georgetown win, the at Ohio State, and obviously the at Duke win. Those quality wins for this season for Syracuse are arguably his three best games of the season. So just what you could say about Tyus Battle, is is he still a, a little bit confusing in the – I mean, he consistently gets double digits, but sometimes it's 11, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 15. Just where you see Tyus in the grand scheme of things, knowing that 
you can lean on him in big games like this, but there's also moments where you forget that he's out there sometimes. Well, that, that's that's for me. That's when it comes down to mindset and preparation before the game. Um, it doesn't matter who you play. When you're one of the leaders of the team, you've got to have the mindset of when I go in there, this is what I have to do. Um, is it always going to work out? No, but at least you, 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 you're aggressive. And I think there's been some times where, like you said, he's got lost a little bit. He ha- hasn't showed any uh, aggressiveness when they needed him. But, you know, <laughs> you know, knock on wood, you know, Saturday's going to be just as good as last night. Yeah, coming from Gene Waldron, Gene, as always, it is a pleasure, an honor, and a privilege to speak with you, and I look forward to my invite to the house to have a nice meal from Mrs. Waldron. I got three dogs, remember, I got three dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dog person, Gene, I'm a dog whisperer, so I think we're fine there. Okay, as long as you don't come in scared, uh, you'll be fine, but... I got two of them that day. They, they look to start trouble with people. <laughs> yeah, they smell blood, Gene. That's what it's about. You know, you got some Syracuse dogs at the at the Cameron Indoor Gate right now. That's how it is. Yeah, I tell you the most the funniest thing. Last night, the Duke mascot came on TV, and Denali, my my boy, he went running at the TV and was barking at him. I was like, that's right. You know, like, <laughs> I, me and my wife was cracking up. He, He's barking at he's barking at the TV at the mask at the Duke mask and I was like that's Syracuse right there. <laughs> and you you raised them well, Gene. I guess that some people would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, as always, I appreciate it, and I look forward to having you back on very soon. Great. Let's go, Syracuse. Let's get paid on Saturday. All right, Gene. Thank you so much, and take care. Okay. All right, bud. Bye bye. Take care. That coming from Gene Waldron. These guys. I mean, this this is. I mean, that's energy. The, this is what we talk about when we talk about the brotherhood and we talk about family and schools that care. Syracuse, Gene Walgen, Roosevelt Bowie Jr., John Wallace, Sonny Spira, every single one of them is feeling this win like it's their win because it is their win because they are a family. They are a brotherhood. They could share these moments, these times with one another. They can share advice. They could share their thoughts. And isn't it awesome to see the passion and then Gene Waldron to say that he's taught his dogs to bark at the Duke mascot when he comes onto the screen. So I guess that's a win for Gene even before Syracuse won 95-91 in OT. Let's take a step aside. We'll come back to round out Tuesday's show like we always do with the ingredients to success. So come on back with us after this great fast break from the partners that we love working with. You've heard them all throughout the show. We only work with the best of the best in central and upstate New York, and we thank you for working with us at Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora and Dan Tortora Broadcast Media. So let's hop into this fast break. And coming out of it, the ingredients to success proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. 
It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us central and upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Penn and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. Having peace of mind when you're out of town, that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound, means taking them to Canine Campground. Because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pickup times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K, dot com. K9Campground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9 Campground. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price.
Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to be here with you every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. You know it, two hours a day, five days a week. And, of course, we're bringing you coverage 24-7 on WakeUpCallDT.com, where you can find the archive to go back and listen to all of our live broadcasts that get archived on MixLR as well as Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, YouTube, and RSS feed, so on and so forth. Make sure you're listening to Wake Up Call in the archive. And, of course, on Facebook, you can get to our videos, articles, and shows at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT, keeping you busy all the time. Ingredients to success always round out Tuesday's broadcast, Wake Up Call with Dan Tatora. And, oh, would it be so nice to go to Utica Pete's company today for some lunch? And get the Chicken Riggy Pizza, the wake-up call, number one pick. Chicken Riggy Pizza, their Chicken Riggy sauce, their Chicken Riggies on top of their beautiful, wonderful pizza. It is a wonderful connection to take their Riggies and take their pizza and and put them together. And that is why it is the wake-up call, number one pick. You can call ahead and make sure you got some slices for your lunch today by calling 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. 3060. Utica Pizza Company is on 628 South Main Street, North Syracuse, New York, right by the Syracuse Hancock International Airport. You can call for catering as well as carryouts and delivery. And of course, you can eat in in North Syracuse, 315-214-3060 to get in touch with Utica Pizza Company. And It's a Utica Thing is now available in Wegmans, Nichols, Spiras, Price Chopper, Beacon Skiff, Stewart Shops, and so many places throughout central and upstate New York. Their Chicken Riggy line of sauces, their Matanade, as well as their pepper seasoning, and their famous tomato pie located all throughout central and upstate New York. So when you're in the store, pick it up and make some pasta at home with their sauces and a side of tomato pie. And you can also get it right there at Utica Pizza Company, 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York. The ingredients to success, you guessed it, today on an orange-filled day are going to be about the Syracuse Orange men's basketball team and the ingredients to continue success. You just defeated the number one team in the country. You just took down a team that did not lose to unranked opponents inside of Cameron Indoor unless they were named North Carolina, and you just did that. 105 times they played an unranked team not named North Carolina, and they've won 104 of them. They lost this one most recently. The two best coaches, the two winningest coaches in college basketball in Division I with Coach K and Jim Beheim going head-to-head and Jim Beheim getting the victory over Coach K. This rivalry is more and more alive every game that they play against each other. So what are your ingredients to success as you move forward? Well, enjoy the win. Smile. Put it in your pocket. Leave it in the back of your brain. When you need a pick-me-up, use it as a pick-me-up. But you got to focus on Pittsburgh now. So one ingredient to success, focus, forward thinking. Do what you could do in the present. The past happened. It's wonderful, but now you have to focus on the present. What else does Syracuse need to do? Play in a collective group. Don't play as individuals. Play as a collective. This game they played together. Pascal cleaned up at the rim. The team made free throws. Tyus Battle went on a string where he made six straight free throws. Tyus got his shots off. Frank got his shots. Eli got his shots. Make sure that your O'Shea got opportunities as well. Make sure that you're playing together. 
that it's not just a bunch of individuals disbanded that happen to be on the court at the same time, but rather that it is a group of individuals that are there collectively toward a common goal, which is to win this game and make the most of it. So that's what you got to do. Okay, so play as a collective, stay focused, only do what is right in front of you. Don't worry about the games that are down the road. Don't worry about the fact that you're playing Duke in a month again or whatever it may be. You have Pittsburgh up next. Pittsburgh is not an easy team to play. They are a tough team to go up against. There's some good stuff that they've already put forward this season. And when we look at the grand scheme of things inside of the ACC, Pittsburgh right now is 2-2 two and two in the ACC, and they have the same record as Syracuse overall at 12-5. and five. They have won two of their last three. They just defeated Florida State, who almost defeated Duke. So that's a big-time win for Pittsburgh and they were able to do that at home, a very, very tough place to play. Syracuse will be there shortly, but they're going to be at the Dome first, and some good things came from that game for the Pitt Panthers. So Syracuse just has to watch that and make sure that they are ready. Xavier Johnson did whatever he had to do to get after it in this game, and the ACC Digital Network put up one of the videos from the game against Florida State, which I kept on here, where he took on almost the entire team on the way to the basket fighting for his shot. So Syracuse is going to have to be physical because Pitt's always going to give you that. They're going to be tenacious, and that's what you need moving forward. Be physical, be tenacious, play as a collective, get some consistency out of Pascal Chuku, out of Tyus Battle, out of Frank Howard, out of O'Shea Brissett, get some consistency, and understand that it is a beautiful thing to beat the team that took you out of the last year's postseason, but doesn't mean anything now. You beat them, you won. Don't make the mistake that Jacksonville made. Avenge your loss that you took in the postseason in the following regular season, and then forget about the rest of the season. Don't do that. You beat Duke, who took you out of the Sweet 16. Now, if you want to move forward and get a crack at the NCAA tournament, a crack at making a good seat, getting a good seed in the ACC tournament, and if you want to keep winning, you got to go game by game, moment by moment. It's great to beat Duke, but don't let Duke beat you after winning against them. And what I mean by that is don't focus backward, focus on the here and now. That's the biggest message to Syracuse is focus as they move forward. And moving forward for us on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, some awesome stuff coming up. Tomorrow's broadcast is going to feature the Liverpool special that we had on site, on location at Home Team Pub. You're going to hear from the Liverpool boys basketball team, the reigning state champions who were 26-0 last season, started this season 0-5, and then from there went 5-1 at the time of our conversation. You're going to hear from the team. You're going to hear from Alex Rustin as well as Jake Pacino and Ryan Blackwell, former Syracuse player and head coach of this boys basketball team at Liverpool. So you'll hear from the Liverpool boys basketball team from a night with the Warriors that we did at Home Team Pub to start off the show. Of course, Coach Q will be on at 10.30 a.m. as he always is on a Wednesday during the season live to speak with us on Syracuse women's basketball successes as well. And we may have some other stuff roped in there. We might have to talk a little bit of NFL. So but a lot of things are going on. A lot of things are coming up. There's some things that are on my mind. So we're going to give you the Liverpool special from Home Team Pub. We're going to give you Coach Q. And there could be some other fun things that we do. And, of course, make sure that you set your calendar. Wednesday, January 16th, we'll be live 9 to 11 a.m. right here on WakeUpCallDT.com and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. 
And then Wednesday night, January 16th at 6 p.m., we will be peeling back the orange with a live on-site broadcast from the Wildcat Sports Pub with Syracuse Orange alum Dale Shackelford. So you've heard from Otis Hill, Roosevelt Bowie Jr., Gene Waldron, John Wallace, Sonny Spira, and then you can come out and hang out with Dale Shackelford and I at the Wildcat in Camillus on 3680 Milton Avenue to talk Syracuse Orange men's basketball coming off of their victory over Duke and with a record of 12-5 and as they look to face off against their rival Pitt this weekend. So come out and see us Wednesday, January 16th at 6 p.m. at the Wildcat, and come out and see us tonight and every Tuesday at 7 o'clock for trivia. We've been doing great with trivia. We've been having a lot of teams out there, a lot of fun, the majority of the Press Room Pub playing the game. So whoever's inside of the Press Room Pub on Tuesday nights, the overwhelming majority getting involved, getting with it when we're busy, and having a great time, it makes trivia even better. The more teams, the merrier, and the harder it is, and, and just the closer it gets. So bring a, bring everybody out tonight. Let's have some fun. Questions on sports, music, movies, geography, history, pop culture, a little bit of everything. So come hang out for trivia tonight and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Press Room Pub, and then come see us Wednesday, January 16th at 6 p.m. over at the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camilla. So we're in Syracuse tonight for trivia. We're in Camillus for Peeling Back the Orange with Dale Shackelford on Wednesday night, and I'm excited about everything we got coming up this week. And always keep it locked to Wake Up Call every Monday through Friday from all of your devices on wakeupcalldt.com and mixlr dot com backslash wake up call dt syracuse feeling good this morning and you should so get all the feels get it all in and remember the moment that john wallace sang cuse is in the house oh my god right here exclusively on wake up call with dan tortora from 1996 all the way to 2019 baby and it still feels so good Enjoy your day. Have fun. Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that having Orange Avenger back here listening into the show, wonderful. I know that we have our longtime supporters over the years of Wake Up Call with Dan Satora and the Dan Satora show before that and MU Courtside before that. I want to thank each and every single one of you for listening in, and I want to thank you all for weighing in, Orange Avenger and, and everybody out there. Thank you so much for your love and support. It never goes unnoticed. It never goes unappreciated, and I cannot tell you how much it means to me, especially with everything that I have walked out of 2018 and into 2019 with. Your love, your support, and your positive energy means the world. So just remember, when you think that you're not touching somebody's life, you've touched mine in a positive way. God bless you all. Have a tremendous day, and I'll see you for trivia tonight.